Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 28. Today we're going to be talking about where we've been, what we've been up to, and also what's to come. Uh, We'd also like to take a moment to say Happy Mother's Day to all you wonderful mothers out there. We hope you had a beautiful day. And I'd like to take a personal moment to dedicate this show to my mother who we lost just recently. Mom, I love you. This is for you. So if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment. And show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. Hello, and welcome back to the Trail Manners podcast. It's been a while, but we are back recording live, kind of, since it's a recording. Uh, Joel, how have you been? Busy. Yeah? And... Yeah, we've been off for a while. I mean, we both had reasons for being off. Mine was because my wife had corrective scoliosis surgery, which is pretty amazing what they did to her. Those pictures you showed me with the x-rays were unreal. Yeah, she's got at least 20 screws in her back now and two big rods and these two massive screws going down to her pelvis. So, yeah, I had to take some time off for that. Um, And then, you know, just things kind of snowballed and... Uh, we had that bad windstorm last weekend, and so that prevented us from getting back on air. But we're we're back. Um, we are back. We got some good stuff lined up. We wanted to have this kind of like this intro show just so we can feel it out again. We got to get, get our ducks in a row. Yeah. Got to make sure these buttons work and these you know we know how to record right. Yeah, and we were also trying to test the mic here earlier, and we just didn't quite like it. It's the the snowball mic that I have for my house. Uh, we think we got dialed in, and it'll be good for when we do those Google Hangouts. But uh, we want to use the the old ones for sure. Yeah, they so so we we tested that. We got we got doing that. But we also had some requests for people because it's kind of fun. People like to keep score. Yeah. Um, and I because I got a, a text message from but somebody said what's the score, and I had no clue what they meant. But just to see where our shows are at. So that's why we had our best of or well, you know the best recordings. We had one and two. We replayed right. those. Um, they were two of our fun shows too. Yep. By the way, same sure. same time. So we replayed those. But yeah, we're back. Uh, like I said, Joel. Uh, you know, shout out to his wife for recovery because that was unreal. This is the pictures we saw. Um, and then I, I just want to take a quick moment to thank my family. Uh, we uh, had a, a bad situation. My mother passed away right. um, a couple weeks ago. Um, and so that's what we've been dealing with on our end. And just want to uh, tell my family out there, even though some of them don't even listen to the show or don't even know what I do, but uh, thanks for, for being there through this tough time. And now we are ready to recharge reboot refocus we got some good shows coming up we do uh, we've got uh matt trappy 
Yep. Uh, Mr. Colorado Trail. He did the, the the film there with Scott Jaime, and he also just came out with the big one that everybody's been watching is Kissing the Rock. Yep. Uh, the Hard Rock story. So we got him on the docket. We also have another Matt. Yeah. Matt Gunn. Um, sure. The Ultra Adventures guru, the guy that's kind of changed the the dynamics of trail running in the state of Utah a little <laughs> yeah, he bit. Did. He, he threw a big wrench into some of those old school races that, plans. That's huh? right. And he uh, he's just doing a great job uh, yeah, with his is. races in some beautiful areas. We'll have him on. Um, and we also tried to get Brian and Megan before they left Global Hopping yeah. um, for their new book, uh, Where the Road Ends, just came out. I had one of those. We're actually going to have a few for a contest, but they're going to come on uh, in June um, right. to, to talk about their book and a few other uh, topics that we'll cover. So those are just a few of the shows coming up. Yeah. And if you want to be on the show, just send us a message. We'd love to get you on. And we can do the Google Hangout if you're not in our area or if you're not in the race that we're going to be at. I'd uh, love to get you on that way, too. And you said that. So the races we're going to be at, yeah. what's the next race we're going to be at? So the one that, well, the one that you and I are going to be at is the Scout Mountain Ultra. Uh, so our, our good buddy Luke up there in Pokeville, he's putting on a really good race up there. He's got three distances. Yep. Or is it two? I guess three. It's three. And so Eric and I are, are going to do 60K? As of right now? 60K. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I originally signed up for the 100K, but uh, realized that uh, I was going to do Bryce 100 two weeks later. I need to dial it down to the 60K. That's a good idea. Yeah, it was. Yeah, my, my coach told me I had to do that, by the way. Nice. And uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. But anyway, so Luke puts on a great race up there. Um, trails are awesome. Aid stations are awesome. Uh, we just had you know his replay on of his show, yep. talking about you know his passion about the race. So go back, give that a listen. Uh, if you haven't signed up for that race already, please do so. We're going to be there with our equipment. Yeah. So maybe we can uh, chit-chat with you up there if, if we survive the, yeah. the course. Well, we'll survive. <laughs> that, that won't be a problem. If I you think. haven't left yet, by the time I come across, we'll get you on air. Yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> um, also, you know, I want to give a shout-out to Luke. You know, he is a PA. He's a physician's assistant for Idaho Sports and Spine. Um, so if you're up there in the pokey land and you need some help with some sports medicine, go see him. He does a good job. You know, he's a fellow ultra runner, so you got that in common already with him, and he'll hook you up. So don't don't hesitate. And then we'll uh, I'm going to be down at Bryce as well. So we'll be at Bryce two weeks later. Yeah, we will be. I won't be doing the hundred. I'm no, going to do the fifty. I'm going to do the hundred just because I need a qualifier for Western states. Um, unfortunately, neither Scout Mountain Ultra or Beaverhead are qualifiers, which is kind of lame to be honest. But that's just the game we got to play, right? Yeah. So I had to find that qualifier, and I needed some redemption, so I'm going back to Bryce, <laughs> 100, severely undertrained. And this won't be my first off-the-couch 100, so. So you've learned something from the last ones, at least, a little bit. No, I, I wouldn't say I've learned anything. <laughs> if I've learned anything, I would have not done them, right? Wouldn't have done it again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll be down there, and then what's you might go to Beaverhead. You're uh, still undecided. That's my birthday weekend, and I'm just undecided still. Um, yeah. You know, I'm registered for uh, Capitol Reef. Right. Um, you know, but I don't know. I keep looking at all these Beaverhead posts. You're going up there. I love Montana. Maybe I could do a little fishing. I don't know. So that's Ooh. still still up in the air. That'd be fun. Um, but I know that uh, the next one will be a good buddy. Yeah. Um, Ty Draney. Yeah, Ty. Be up at El Vaquero. Yeah, we're, boy, we got a whole bunch of people from the Ogden area. And Utah area going up there. It's 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 a must race for people at least once. I think you yeah, have right? to do this race one time. And the problem is once you do it once, 
And then you kind of figure out the course, and you're like, oh, okay, it's an out and back. I can measure how well I'm doing against, you know, well, if Luke was there, yeah, you'd yeah. measure how well you're doing against Luke because he comes flying by. But then you see those people getting that five-year buckle, and then if you've got the same sickness I do, where you're like, oh, I need that buckle, then you're going to go back over and over yeah. again. And then you can't go off and do other fun races like Where's Waldo? Yeah, that's this is no. uh, like a August thirteenth or something. So there's a Ooh, few no races way. right. Yeah, around yeah. That there's area. a whole bunch like stacked right back right to back. Right back to back. That'll be good but fun. it's good. Uh, it's a good race and it's a fun time. So yeah. So talking about our good buddy Ty. So I don't know what it was. It was maybe a week ago, or maybe two weeks ago. I was out running and I just wasn't feeling good. And I was like, I'm tired of sucking. <laughs> is what it came down <laughs> to. I was like, so I called up my buddy Ty and I was like, Ty. I suck right now. Can you be my Huckleberry? And he's like, let's talk. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked it over, and yeah, so I got a coach. Um, Not quite sure initially how I felt about that, but I I knew I needed something because I was just kind of like spinning my wheels. So we talked for a little bit, and he goes, yeah, I hook you up. And so he sent me a week of workouts, and the first one was no biggie, and then the second one I about vomited on. Um, because it's structured, yeah. and, you know, in the past, we weren't very structured, and then I did another workout where it was, like, some, like, serious interval training, I'm like, yeah, I need to do this, so I got my, my full month of May, and just looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I can nail this workout, I can nail that workout, and then there's these handful, like, really focused workouts that I'm, like, dreading right now. <laughs> the speed stuff? The or speed or, stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the total, and there's a couple on there with this word track, and I'm uh, not quite sure what that means. Yeah. So I'm going to have to clarify that with him. Yeah. What's a track? Yeah, what's a track? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I read, like, you got speed work, I'm like, that, that you shouldn't say speed work for me. I got a new way to phrase that. It's faster than usual work. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to, yeah. because today... Because <laughs> there's no speed when I do anything. Today, I was supposed to do some, like, strides, and I know what a stride is. I'm not stupid, but, and I was looking at my watch, and I'm, like, going, I wonder if I should be running this faster. And I hope not, because it's about as fast <laughs> as I can right now. Well, your next one's going to be, okay, now you got to go faster than your last time around, right? Yeah, well, I'm just glad he's not looking at my data right now. Hopefully, he's not. Yeah. Well, I, I, I grabbed his uh, Bear 100 yeah. rate, uh, training plan, because that right. starts May 1. Yeah, and so, I think anybody that's doing a 100 mile in a fall, grab this plan. Yeah, it's, it's not a, specific to just the bear. No, I mean, it's you can not. use it for anything. It's awesome. You yeah, know, I, I've um, I didn't know you're supposed to do it. I just read it, so right. I'm, I'm a few <laughs> days behind. But, yeah, you are. But uh, it's a good plan. So he he's doing a lot of cool things, and I'm excited to see you with a coach. Yeah, I, I am too. I, I'm working through some hip problems right now. Um, last year I had a junky hip, and I just ignored it, and I was able to kind of work through it. But it's reared his head, and it's not going away. So I'm gonna go see our guy. Yeah. You know, hopefully you got a guy. We've talked about having the guy <laughs> the before. The guy. You know, and hopefully he can work his magic and get me me healthy again. Back on it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you know we one another reason I got the coach was when we talked with with Scott Jaime back in like September. You know, one thing that really stuck with me is you know he said he wants to see what his genetic potential is, and I think I'm at that point too. You know, we're both in our 40s, and maybe it's this is my version of a midlife crisis. I'm not quite <laughs> sure, but I just want to see what I can do, right? Yeah. With, with having that really structured week to week, 
we haven't had that in the past, and now I've got it, and I'm going to stick to it as best as I can. Now, it kind of because what it does too is it it makes you accountable. It does, and that's so what that's, I need. Yeah, that's a big thing is the accountability. I, I really do. I need that right now. I'm struggling with getting out of the bed and going for a run. Uh, and I think that's just because of the last eight to ten years of getting up, crack of dawn, yeah, and going out and running, and finally just the stress and life events. Took got over. up to me. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I've been doing a few just right here. You can see the mountain there. I've been doing a few uh, runs with, with Gunner. I've even posted a few pictures. But, I mean, we're going at like 9 o'clock. Yeah. Well, and that's for obvious other reasons where, you know, employment opportunities are awaiting. But, right. Um, so it's nice. Yeah. Like, we go at run, 5. Usually we go at And five. it's dark. You see the same two or three people. Yep. Um, you don't see know where. Lady. Yeah, and it's the same thing. Now I'm going at nine, and I'm like, oh, it's still nice temperatures. Yep. Still, I don't really see people because the early crowd's gone to work. Yep. The lunch crowd hasn't hit. No, they haven't. Um, so I'm kind of getting the trail to myself, and I right. kinda, and I kind of like it. I mean, I'm got a long way to go. I've been doing a lot more hiking, uh, just doing some some vert and then running down and stuff. But uh, I like that. Yeah, I've been going that. about ten. Yeah. You know, I've got some clients in the morning that I work with, and then I'll I'll go hit the trail after that and. Yeah, it's, I like it. It's it's a little weird seeing you know different folks out there. Yeah, it's yeah. There's a different crowd. The <laughs> right? few people I've seen, yeah, it's different. Like I've never seen them before. You know, <laughs> they're looking at me and they've never seen me before, and I'm so, like, I'm a regular. Yeah, this is like a new <laughs> dynamic that I'm just kind of working through uh, right now. I'm liking it, but we'll see. Well, we'll we'll touch on a few things. I'm gonna I'm gonna steer off, and then we're gonna jump back because there's some things that relay into that. So a couple things. One is I'm a geek, and I like to track the show. And so now I've just got one thing. We have one state mm-hmm. out of the 50 that we have, haven't have downloaded or listened to the show, and that's Nebraska. Okay, folks. Come on, Cornhuskers. Yeah, that's right. Right? And so it's one state. All 50 will be blocked in. So that's that's my only thing there. Right. Do we uh, have anything we can give away to the first Cornhusker? I don't know. What do you, what do you want to give away to him? Like a hat. Let's give him a hat. Do we have a hat we can give away? Well, how do we know who the first Cornhusker to listen is? Um, That'd be the tough one, right? Yeah, let's figure that out. Tell you what, if you're from Nebraska... And you listen. And you listen, email me. Yeah. And I'll ask you a question. You tell me what show you listen to. I'll ask you a question. If you get it right, I'll send you some <laughs> a free hat or shirt. Maybe a copy of like your utility bill. Something like that, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something really cool. So Nebraska, we need you. And then I want to thank Joel today because yeah. he shot me a text. He says, hey, let's, let's do the show. I'm bringing a Ballast Point... Habanero Sculpin. Yeah, what do you think? It's an IPA. And I've had it before. Okay. So when you said that, I was down. I would have canceled plans if I had any right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, The Habanero Sculpin is awesome, but it's not one I can have more than two at a time. I'm thinking just one. Yeah. it's It's got a little bite to it. It tastes has a good taste. It does. It's a little different. I mean, I've done in the past where I put like sliced jalapenos in a beer just to you know right. have that little flavor. But this is pretty tasty. It is. It's a good IPA and uh, habanero. Anything that starts with an H is that spicy is pretty good. <laughs> so I'm I'm digging that. So that was the good part of the show. But go we'll regress. So we've been running. You know, Joel's been uh, working under a coach. I've been running with my dog, um, and so we want to talk just briefly about what we've been running with. Right. Oh yeah. So gear wise, we, we like to test gear. We like to try new things. We like right. to check out what we can. And unfortunately, we we pretty much have to buy all this stuff, you know. So we can't do everything. Um, no one's just sending us gear left and right saying check check this out. Not, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. Hint hint. Yep. Um, so we'll kind of go back and forth. We kind of did a little bit of this on our Christmas episode, but this is kind of what we've been testing lately. Right. Um, so um, I think both of us kind of have some of the same gear. Yeah. 
uh, once we compared the list before the show. But we'll go ahead and start. And uh, what have you been te- what have you been wearing? What have you been liking? All right, so shoes. I I struggle with shoes. I mean, I'm a Hoka guy. I love them, but when I get into that longer distance. Uh, that tear up my feet. A lot of people have the same problem. So I'm always looking for that alternative, right? So I got my hands on a pair of the Salmon Sense Pro Pulse. And my initial run with them, I didn't like them. And then they kind of sat in the garage for about a month, and then I pulled them out again and tried it, and I was like, these might work. And then three runs later, I'm like, these aren't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I got some major shin splints from those bad oh, boys. Wow. So are they pretty minimal? Like no, not they're not. Cushion, they have really? a pretty good stack height on them. Huh. You know, they, they have like a like a I don't know. Their stack height's in the twenties, which is pretty high. Yeah. Right, and their drop is like four or five mil, which is good. That's kind of my sweet spot. Um, but there's just something about that shoe that and it's the, funky. yeah, it's funky, and also that they got that speed lace. And there's so like the cinch cord thing, yeah, it is, and it's okay. But the sock liner on top, so they don't have a tongue, they got like a sock liner, kind of gets bunched up, oh. and I don't like that, yeah, that'd be uncomfy. It gets uncomfy, so yeah, I've tried those, and I'm gonna say no. Wow, I'm not sure what our rating system is, but I'm gonna have to give the thumbs down right the now. The no, yeah, the, the no, <laughs> our new rating system, duh, no, right. And I've been testing out two shoes, um, one is the First time ever, okay, the, the Ultra line. Right. Now, zero drop, I'm not going to lie, had me a little scared at first. Yeah. Everybody jumped on board super fast, not just Ultra, but in general. Right. Um, but I got a pair of the Olympus 2.0s. Those are cushy. And they're cushy. And I think what it is, too, is you don't really notice if you're used to a, you know, a four or six millimeter, which I'm used to. When you drop to that zero drop, when they're that cushy, I don't think you notice it as much because there's so much cush to it. Right. Right. And, it, you know, you land, you push off. So there's a lot of movement going on with it because I actually, I started slow. I'm like, okay, I'll hike with them. I'll walk with them. Right. And I started running with them and I like them. Good. They have a good feel. I'm still not used to the toe box. That's yeah. still different for me. Having Crazy my toes being able to move room. so much. I can't say I don't like it. I think right. I've been running for so long. I'm just not used to it. Yeah. Um, I haven't done anything over seven miles in them yet okay. just because I want to take it easy, take it slow, get used to them. But uh, overall, I mean, the ride I get is pretty good. Um, people have been hounding me for a long time saying, Hey, you're a bigger runner. Use a more cushy shoe than you're used to, but right. I just didn't like how they felt. So this, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with it. Like so right now, it's what do you think about the construction of those, especially back around the heel? Because initially the first maybe year or two, those things were maybe overbuilt in that area. Well, some people have said that the the back the, yeah. by the heel, the Achilles area is high and it rubs them and me, it doesn't. Okay. So for me right now, I haven't, the only, I say complaint, the only complaint I have is the laces. Um, <laughs> those things are long. They're right? really long. Like so, when you tie them, the loops, even if you keep them even, go to the tip of my toe. Yeah. And so you have to like triple knot them, quadruple, whatever, right. which is uncomfortable if you got to adjust sure. and change your shoe. So I'm going to cut mine and yeah, just tie them. knots on yeah, them. Yeah. But otherwise, right now, I'll give it a thumbs up. I still want to test it a little bit more, especially on the longer stuff. And right. I think once I get used to how your toes splay out a little bit, still not something I'm used to. So yeah. I think that's where I have to make that decision. 
I don't think I would dare run anything long in them right now until I got used to them a little bit more. Yeah, I think that's the thing. People just jump into those zero drop shoes and they just get destroyed because they're just they haven't built up to that tolerance to that zero drop. Yeah, and that the the sole on the Vibram sole is awesome. Is like it? the grip, everything. Right I like <clears throat> how you know they're breathable. Weight is not a concern to me. I think people that are so hung up on weight of shoes, it's kind of silly, you know, because there's so much weight everywhere else. Like, sure. I mean, when you're at, you know, 10 ounces and then you're at 10.8, I'm right. like, really? I just, I, to me, I don't get it. Yeah. Right? I'm not elite, but not in the trail running it. world, especially like over the course. Well, think about it, over the course of 100 miles. If you do have that extra ounce, how many, how much resistance does that give to you every footfall for that quarter, for that time? And it could add up. I mean, if you look at everything, your your kit, your your hydration pack, whatever you're carrying, that could make a difference. But I mean, just shave way, your legs. Yeah, I guess the only way to know goodies. is to get on the metabolic <laughs> cart and figure out. So, yeah, I, I just haven't been a big one with. I mean, I, I'm more concerned about the five to ten pounds in my gut than I am the point eight ounces in my foot. That's a good point. You, you know, know what I mean? We're, I think we're both working on that right now. Yeah. So I except think for just ignore the the beer we're drinking right now. Yeah, this is a special moment. Yes, it so is. That's why. All right. So one of those shoes I got a hold of was an ultra shoe as well. Um. I did run in one last year, same shoe that you like right now. Um, I ran uh, Monument Valley in that shoe. And I kind of did it out of the box just to see. Um, I know you're not supposed to do that, but I have a tendency to do stuff like that. Um, I liked that shoe. I thought it was a good shoe. It was overbuilt in the heel, um, but my mechanics just don't support it. But I do have a pair of Lone Peak 2.5s right now. Mm -hmm. Super comfy. It's kind of like that mid-range cush shoe. Um, again, I don't have the mechanics to get an ultra, um, and I don't have the patience to retrain myself to be in that zero drop shoe. Um, but I do wear it to work in and I wear it around town. I love it. Yeah. I, I can't say enough good things about those. Well, I know the Lone Peak was their first ever trail shoe, I think. I think so too. And I know people loved that one and they came out with the next version and people which didn't was like, it like as much. the superior, which had a little bit less cushioning in, I think. Yeah, and then they had the the Lone Peak. 1.5 right. or 2, whatever the, the yep. next one was. But I remember everybody liked that original yellow and gray. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a pair of those. Yeah. I, I loved them to work in, but I can't run it. Running them. Yeah. Well, the other one I'm trying, and I'm a, I've am always wore Pearl. That's no, no secret. secret there, yeah. huh? And uh, so, but I got some from Mike Thompson, uh, Mr. Shoe Guru over at PI, and I've been running in the N3, yep. the trail, and I love that shoe as well. Good. Um, it is a little bit beefier, you know, so you got a little more cushion to it. But you don't lose anything. Like it's still got that seamless upper. It's still yeah. lightweight, durability-wise. I mean, running in it for over a month, month and a half, I guess. No signs of wearing down. Right. Um, that's a shoe I definitely would go to. I mean, whether it's a short run, um, a long run, whatever it is. Right now, I'm very comfortable in that shoe, and I think it's because I've used it a little bit more. Right. So, I've got the road version of, of that Pearl Zumi shoe. So I got the N3 Road. Uh, last year, I tried it out. I liked it, but I, there was just something about the rocker I didn't truly enjoy. So I, I just kind of threw it into the yard pile, you know, the shoes that you have that you use for the yard. So I wanted to go ahead and try it again this year, give it a little bit more fair of chance. So I got the, the road version of the N3 because, you know, my coach, he wants me to be on the track running, so I figured I better get some road shoes and then we'll give it a shot. Hey, coach. <laughs> <laughs> Still sounds good. You got a coach. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, and then the other shoe that I'm trying is the Hoka Stinson 3. Um, 
I got this year's version. Uh, it's a lot different than last year's. It doesn't feel overly built like last year's did. It doesn't feel last year's felt sloppy. This year they don't have the speed lace. Um, I took it out, and ran it for the first time today, and the tongue is a little funky, so I just need to kind of work through that. But it, it feels like a more secure shoe than last year, so I'm pretty psyched about that. Uh, I'll probably, you know, go back and forth between the Hoka Stinson Three and the the Pearl Zumi N Three. Those would probably be my two go-to shoes for this summer, unless I, you know, find something else. And I and I've got the Hoka, the, the new Challenger. Yeah. from this year and right. i i've been on the trail for three miles so far on that one yeah i gotta get used to that for there's something about it right that still just isn't right with me and yeah. I, don't, I don't know it's i've never been a hoka person i've tried right. um but that one is still not right but the one i want to get my hands on what's that one i want to get my hands on the montreal colorado What's drop do they have on that? Um, it's an eight millimeter drop. Yeah. That's the problem with for me on that one. I like think so too. That's kind of a something I wouldn't be used to. Right. But there's a couple of shoes that I would, would like to try. It's just I can't find them, and right. I don't know my sizing, so I don't want to just yeah. get them offline. I wouldn't mind trying if I can get a hold of that Skechers shoe. Yeah, like the free. Go Trail Ultra Three. Yeah, if I can 3. get it for free, I'd try it. I'd try it too. Meb, send us some Skechers. Yeah, right, Meb. I know we're listening. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, there's the the new Scott, the Kanabulu Enduro. Kanabulu yeah. Enduro. Have That's, you ever tried those Scott shoes? I like the first year they kind of got into trail and yeah. they were so clunky and they overbuilt. were they were terrible. They were. This one's got a 10 millimeter drop. Yeah, wh- what's up with that, folks? I, I don't know. The, it, the shoes I want to try, and the only other one that I, I know that I'd like to try is that uh, La Sportiva Acacia, and that's yeah. a 6 millimeter. That and looks know, pretty good. And I've seen some stuff on that, but those are the ones I've been trying to get my hands on. Right. I don't want to order them online, like I said, because I don't, my si- don't know my sizing. No, you don't. And I don't want to play that game of sending it back and forth and, and no, stuff. That, but, that, that's no fun. But, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my shoes right now, and that's always a good thing. I um, think I am, too. I just need to, I guess, toughen up my feet so I don't get... Hoka blisters. <laughs> I'd let you know, and if anybody out there has tried these shoes, like the the Montreal we mentioned, or the La Sportive, or even the Skecher one, let us know what you think. Heck I yeah. mean, I'd like to know what people think about those. I've read some reviews. I have a hard time reading reviews in a magazine. Yeah. Just because I know how sometimes things get placed in a magazine. Yeah. They, I, get, they get paid for. Yeah. Folks. You know, it's let's be it's, honest. Yeah, they do. So I'd like to get like the real people that are really running in them some right. uh, some input on that. Um, and then we've made a little bit of a change this year in our running apparel. Yes, we have. So we have gone down um, a different route. We've generally in the past we've had some uh, some luck with Pearl Azumi. Yeah, some sponsorship, some some help there with our running group, our running team, um, which nothing but good things to say about the gear. I love that stuff. Yeah, that was awesome. And this year we decided to dip our toes and get wet in the Patagonia line because we are the biggest fans of Patagonia. <laughs> really, we are. We're not saying that just because. We're kind of getting hooked up with gear, but we've always been fanboys of oh, the Gooch. Oh, big time. I've got some stuff that's 15 years old that's Dude, still in my closet. i got closet. something from 1993 I still wear. <laughs> that's awesome. It's the original Capoline, the, the level three Capoline. I got it in there, man. That thing's awesome. Yeah. I wore it the other day. Did you? Yeah, yeah. man. This thing's awesome. I was just down at the outlet uh, last week. Yeah. Because um, I had a little that's coupon. dangerous. Yeah. And I, if you can get, get in your size, it's dangerous. I was down there for a while yeah. and I had to talk myself out of a lot of things. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I escaped out of there pretty clean. But, I mean, everybody, and, and I don't care who you are, the Houdini, Patagonia Houdini, yeah. that will be my go to jacket for as long as I can think. Yeah. It's, you, rocks. you can lay it, layer it. When you don't wear it, it bunches up nice. Um, so, that's definitely something that I 
really don't leave my house without anymore. Right. It, that's a solid jacket. I love that jacket. And then we've both been dabbling in their shorts and shirts. Yeah. Uh, my favorite right now is the Strider Pro Short, the five-inch version. That That's my favorite. That's my go-to right now. You know, Patty, or who was it? Pearl Zumi had a really good short a couple years ago. And I still got that version. And I like it. Last year's version of their shorts was so-so. But then this, when I got my hands on that Strider Pro short, it's my favorite short. Yeah, I've got like three or four pair of them now. And I've got the the seven inch. Yep. I'm not big into you know my build. Yeah. And different look. The seven inch fits me good. Yeah. And I really like those. The storage on those is yeah. perfect in the right spots. Yep. Holds a lot. You can stick your Houdini just in that little side mesh pocket bundled up. Well, it's got it's got a main pocket in the back like a zipper pocket, yeah. so you can throw a key in there, right? Yep. And then it's got to the side of that main pocket. It's got two two like great pockets for like gels mm -hmm. and then so you've got four storage pockets and then you got one main pocket for a zipper so you got enough storage on those shorts for sure oh easy yeah easy. super comfy and they dry really well because yeah, i got caught do. in a rainstorm two weeks ago yeah had those on and it was like one of those quick hard mountain rainstorms and right. it went away by the end of my run they were dry yeah so another thing i've been using is the forerunner sleeveless shirt um a couple years ago, we had a really nice Pearl Azumi sleeveless shirt that I just loved to death. Um, last year, we didn't get one. And so when we were you know, working this deal with Patagonia, I was like, I hope they have a sleeveless. And I was a little bit hesitant, but I took it out for a run. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is money. No chafing. Runs really well. Love mm -hmm. it. I got to get me one of those because I've been wearing the just the Capoline, the yeah. lightweight shirt. Yeah, I got uh, one of those. I like it too. And I love it. And the blue color they have. I don't know the, the technical blue term they use. Yeah, they got some fancy names. Yeah, it is fancy. Mm -hmm. um, it is super comfy. It's, you know, no chafe anywhere. Um, pits, front, anywhere. Um, super lightweight. I don't know. I feel kind of kind of sexy when I run, maybe. Yeah, uh, feeling a little trails. fast, huh? Yeah, I feel a little fast, like some yeah. satin sheets. <laughs> um, so I feel good with that. And those are just some of the gear I've been using, um, you know, as far as apparel goes. Right. Um, but I, I've had a lot of fun trying out my Ultra Spire race belts. Right. And I really reluctantly say that because I hate waist belts. I can't stand them. Always have. Yeah. Cannot stand them. But I come into this once in a while where I don't sometimes like carrying things in my hand. That feeling of not having stuff in your hands when you run is really cool. It is. But then you, the alternative is throw it in a vest. Right. Well, then you don't know how much you're drinking. Yep. You don't know how much you have left. And yep. then you have a vest on. And you so do. you're like, well, I can throw that in there. I'll put the Snicker bar, the home phone. I'll put, you know, Hit whatever. The home I, phone. You're, yeah. getting, you're getting too much in yeah, there. Yeah, you can just stuff everything. So I've been trying out the Synaptic when it came out. And that just holds one. It's kind of like a square-looking bottle, kind of at an angle. Um, has some storage in the front. And I loved it. Because yeah. a bottle, I think, is better than the round one. It's not quite as big, and just the shape of it, I don't have a, any bounce to it. Right. Don't even really know it's there, so I love that one. And so I had to step up, you know, because I'm like, well, that's not a ton of water if I want nope. to go longer. Well, Mr. Mr. Speed Goat himself comes yeah. out with his own line of everything, Carl Meltzer. So I have the Speed Goat belt. Right. It's basically the same as a Synaptic, but it's got two, two bottles um, and some killer functions though really the, the the bungee cords on the front you can put poles you can oh. put i mean i put gloves and just cinch them down really good That's um, nice. i will be using that belt a lot well yeah right even on. though it's got two bottles it doesn't have the bounce or anything so i'm i'm finally on board with the belt system 
I just got to get used to how much water you can carry. Right. There's still plenty so of storage. What is that, 20 ounces in each bottle? I think they're 18 ounce okay. bottles, if I remember right. They're mm-hmm. not. They're not normal size. So that's enough for a couple hours. Yeah, it is, and they're right. really they're the squeezable that material they've been coming oh, out yeah. with, so they're softer. Um, you know, I don't know. I just I really like those. I'd like to get away from the vest. They I like handhelds once in a while, but if I can have nothing in my hands, I've been running with my dog and so right. holding a leash. It just makes more sense that way. So I've been testing both those belts out from Ultraspire, and I must say I like both of them very much. Right on. That's awesome. I'm going to get the new Spry here shortly from Ultra Aspire. Um, I've been running that one for three years now, I think, and I love that vest. Yeah. And they updated it. They, they put some extra storage on the back so I can have, like, a jacket under the bungee. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. So I'm going to get that. I'll probably use that at Bryce. Um for the hundred, probably for the hundred. You know, I used it last year for a couple hundred milers, and it works just fine for me. Unless it's going to totally nuke and rain, then I'm going to have to get a bigger, bigger pack. pack. But yeah, I'm, what are you going to use that. at Smut for the sixty k? I got to look at the spacing on the aid stations because yeah. there's some grunts, there's some climbs. There are. I might just go handheld and just stuff, put stuff in my pockets. Yeah, yeah. I did that a couple years ago at Vaquero, and it worked out pretty good. Um, you do move a little bit slower through the aid stations um, because you're filling up your water bottle. On the smut or on the Vaquero course, you could take um, like a spry that's got like, I don't know, 30 ounces of water, and that can almost get you to the turnaround aid station. So oh, yeah. So that that would be the advantage. That's a liter, right? Doesn't that yeah. have like the one liter? Is I what think it so. Is. Yeah. So that's the advantage of using the the backpack is you can blow through all those aid stations. You don't need to stop. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it does. Um, so I, I don't know. I still got to look at the aid station spacing, see what the the deal is on that. What are you going to do nutrition wise? What are you going to be? Because I haven't been using nutrition because I just haven't been going on long runs. Yeah. And same here. Dabbling, <laughs> so it's like I think I'll probably use my. My speed goat belt with two bottles for a smut. Right. Um, but I'm just I, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Do I do salt tabs? Do I do a drink like a Tailwind slash yeah. you know V fuel? I'm going to stick I with the salt tabs. I, I got on that bandwagon last year on the salt tabs finally, just because in the past it used you know what was it EFS and my stomach finally just rebelled against that no more. Uh, what's Gun got at his race Tailwind? God, that's a good question. I'm not 100% sure. So whatever gun has at his race, I did really well on last year and the year before. So I might use a little bit of it. Um, I think Goo had a like a ginger salt tab. I tried out a little bit last wow. year. I liked it. I might try that again. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Lately, I've been intrigued with this idea of changing my diet up and going more plant-based. Yeah. There's been a lot of that going on. Yeah, that's kind of like all the rage. Um, I just want to test it. I'm always interested to see how I feel on something like that. So I think once once things sell down at my house, you know, my wife's more mobile. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'm going to give that a shot and then try to carry that over to race day too. We'll see. Yeah, I haven't decided yet. I know in the past I could use some EFS stuff. Right. I can use some V-Fuel, which has always been good to me, and now they got the drink. Um, yeah, didn't we test some of that V-Fuel stuff? Yeah, yeah. And I, I re- yeah, and I really like it. They had a ginger version that I really liked, so yeah. I want to get my hands on that. I would take that up there for sure. Their gels I'm doing better with. Initially, their gels came out. I had like a peach cobbler, and I about threw up when I tried oh, it. Man, I love that thing, But that they're, peach cobbler. They're like brownie ones, really good. Yeah, I so like their stuff. I'll take that up there. Uh, power bar gels, I can't go wrong with that. I love yeah. those. They're pretty pretty mellow as far as how thick they are. Yeah. So they go down a little bit easier. 
Yeah, that's been. the plan right now. But we're still what a month out, four that's, weeks out. Yeah, I wish I wish we had a little more time than that. That's for sure. So I'll dial that in when I get closer. Yeah, I'll worry about that later. I gotta start going on some long runs to even test some of this stuff. Yeah, me too. But you know, like like we've said in the past, and even today, we want to hear you know we what you guys do yeah. because there's new stuff comes out all the time that we don't hear about. Oh yeah, which is pretty rare because we hear about a lot of things. We're kind of you know try to be dialed in. But we also like to know how things work. You know, whether is it a shoe, what's short, what, you know, what you wear. Because there's so much out there, it's impossible to try everything. So it's good to hear what other people use and what works for them. Right. Knowing that it may not work for us, but at least to have a, a better idea of, hey, this worked for them. Let's give it a shot and, and figure that much out. So keep us posted on what you guys like to use. I know what would, what would really work for somebody right now for is like headwear. Oh, yeah, for sure, right? Do we have those in? Do yeah. we have the visors in? The visors ship date I was told was May tenth, which is Uh-oh. like a week less than a week from this show recording. Yeah. So the end of next week. We should have the 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 visors will be on the store, hopefully. Trail Manners visors from Boco Gear. Because we good. just got our new hats in last so week. So the, we got a the bigger hats are up. Yeah, we just sold a couple yesterday. Right on. Which is good. But we have uh the Boco Gear hats, the Trail Manners hats. And I'm gonna do something here that I was contemplating, but I think it'd be fun to do. We we've got hats, we've got shirts, we've got stickers. People are buying them. I've seen a few pictures of people posting some awesome shots. I want to get people to send me their photos, and I want to put a cool little video together at the end of the year to see where Trail Manners gear has gone. That would be cool. Whether it's a peak, a country, a race, whatever it might be, because we had uh, um, out at the Buffalo Run, um, Brad Wojcikowski, he wore his yeah, Trail Manners, right. his, that cool yellow one that we only had a few of. Yeah. I think we had like three of those total. <laughs> um, looked really cool. Yep. Uh, so we got some pictures of that. Uh, I think Brad Sween sent us a picture um, of his hat on top of a mountain with some snow, which was really cool. Mike Pace got Mike, one. Yep, Mike Pace has yep. a couple things. He's even you know showed us some Lego pictures on on Instagram. Oh, that's which right, that bus. Yeah, right. So I would like to see where everything goes because it's it's just fun. It's fun for us, and you know it helps. Again, you know we're not all this stuff. We buy them and then hopefully make a little bit to buy more. Right. Yeah, that's so all that, we do is yeah. turn around and buy more. Yeah, so we can keep things rolling. But yeah, we got both styles of the Boco hats. Got a couple styles of shirts. Joel's got his uh awesome PI gray one on today. That's comfy, folks. It you gotta get one. It is a comfy shirt. Um then we have our stickers. We just got more stickers in too, because those are going pretty hot. So yeah, that would be a good piece of gear for people to test because I've been wearing finally, because the first round of Boco gear hats, I didn't get one. Right. How silly is that, right? Yeah. And so this round, right when the box hit my doorstep, I opened it and grabbed one. I yeah. took it to my room. I'm like, that's it. And so I've been wearing that, and I love it. Yeah. It's super I, I love it. It's good stuff. So thanks, uh, Kay and everybody over there at Boco Gear for, for taking care of us over here. And I look forward to the visors because that Me look too. is super cool. I'm going to run that all summer. It's it looks cool. going to be my go-to. I can tell right now. And I don't think we got very many of those. Yep. Yeah, because uh, funds were a little short. So I think we might have got 20 to 25 total. So limited edition. Very limited. To start. And if we get if we sell them, we'll order more. Yeah, always. Yeah, and, and get those rolling. So, so yep, we got those. And then uh, one thing we wanted to touch on that's super hot right now. Yeah, the big thing this week. The big thing. Or is maybe even like the last three months, it's kind of been like the, the elephant in the room, right? Yeah, and then it just kind of got sp- a sponsored post. Yeah, which is cool. So everybody's been checking out. But uh, U-Ray 100. Which is a cool race, and I want to do it at some point. But you you can't because you couldn't pass the test. Uh, yeah, that, that P <laughs> test scares me right now. <laughs> Because, you know, I'm all about doping. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> so the U-Ray 100 just came out and announced that they will be doing 
literally dope testing. Yeah. Right. They're going to be testing the the winners. Yep. Right. For performance enhancing drugs. Right. And that's off of I, I don't know if it was either WADA or you know the USA rules. Um, they're both really similar, but they're going to test them against those banned substances. And it's not going to be through, you know, the official organization. They use like a third party, somebody that's a lot cheaper. But, man, that's huge, right? That, that opens up the floodgates to maybe other ones doing it. And I am really interested to see what comes out of this. I'd like to actually see them test the whole field. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not cheap. I mean, no. you, put, you put some pricing on there. Yep. Um, but you know, he, he does due diligence, reached out to some drug testing for EPOs, steroid and some of that, but yeah, they will be, and he's, he, he threw down a challenge. Yeah. He, he said, I challenge other race directors to put their money where their mouth is totally. to do their small part. Like it or not, our sport is growing. If RDs don't make sure the sport of ultra running grows responsibly, who will? Right. right? That was, that was kind of how he ended his post and. I mean, comment-wise, we're all over the board. Man, it is a long list. I, I spent probably a solid 10 minutes reading the comment section today. And like you said, there's some people that are totally in favor of it, and there's other people that are just like kind of old school and curmudgeon. They're like, whatever, you know, you're just trying to get attention. No, I think he's doing the right thing. Well, you know, there's some some good points, you know, like say you have like a run rabbit run, for example. Right. They've got the two categories, the yep. tortoise and the hare. So some people are like, well, why, why would – you even say that if I'm like just the middle of the pack guy. Yeah. Well, you're not going to get tested, right? Because you're not because he's only testing the winners. It sounds like as of right now. Right now, but I think people either don't know it or they're ignoring the elephant in the room. There's a lot of doping in ultra running, and what I mean by that is people are taking things to help them stay awake at night. I'm not talking about caffeine. I mean, they're 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 out there getting like some anti-narcolepsy pills. <laughs> There's people out there taking stuff to help them with the altitude, and whether you realize it or not, that's a form of doping. And if you're comfortable with it, right on, go for it. But you're you're doping. You're trying to have an advantage over the rest of the field by taking those substances. Um, and then the debate gets you know it goes down a rabbit hole. Well, is caffeine doping? Well. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. Yeah, I well mean, that, right now it's not classified as it. Well, that's the, the I think somebody put on there at one point is what is considered a, a doping and what is not because right. you know marijuana is legal in Colorado. True, right? And, but it is considered doping uh, with the water rules. Yeah, and that's what they're saying. What is right. it? Water? You know, what's the what are you testing with? What is or isn't on the list? Because there's the the. Uh, Erectile dysfunction drugs. Right. Yeah, you know. Cialis that that helps with altitude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And people, I, I know people. That I know done people that. that have done it. Yeah. That continue to do it, and that's doping. Yeah, and so that's that's going to be the big thing. Right. I I remember a couple of years ago, and I'm not going to name any names on this, but there there was a gentleman here locally who was. And he's he's a he's a physician, so he can do this kind of legally, but really it was <laughs> immoral what he was doing. He was he was jacking people up man on some stuff and they were getting great results but that's doping well that's it's going to be interesting to see what happens yeah and i think again it just depends on what degree it gets taken to i mean to to test the field would be it's expensive way expensive so race fees are going to have to go up in order to cover that true they are but i want to see what comes out of it you know how much of the population are using stuff 
to gain that advantage. And that advantage could be just against themselves. Yeah. To have a better result compared PR, to last year. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or the advantage could be just to finish. Especially on that race. That race is hard, man. Yeah. That thing's got a lot of climbing in it. And I think some of the comments were, you know, I'm not in it for the prize money, so right. who cares what I do? Yeah, but and I mean, I mean, the, the spirit, right, of the event is to go out there, use the training that you've had, use things that are legal. What, if I, what if I train with, with those? <laughs> with what? Those <laughs> things? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, I mean, it's the whole spirit of it, right? You're, you're supposed to go into it, do it clean, just... I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I, I, I'm curious to see what comes out of it. How many people are actually, you know, taking that extra step and trying to get that advantage? Well, there's so much more money now in yeah. ultra running than there ever has been, you know, with sponsorships, right. with r- purses now. I mean, races are offering 10 grand or, yeah, or exactly. different things for a win. So, yeah, those guys definitely have to be. Yeah. Tested. So, I mean, like 10 years ago was a perfect example. There was nothing. There yeah. wasn't really even money in sponsorships. It was, hey, we'll give you our shoe if you wear yeah, our right. shirt. You know what I mean? So, you know, 10 years ago could have been completely different, but it is one of those things where times have changed. You know, pharmaceutical companies have changed. Right. Um, you know, there's just that enticement for some people to do it. Now, again, if I was to use X, Y, or Z or whatever, it would strictly be an aid right. or to PR, which you just mentioned. Um, there's no, I, I could take every, the best products on the planet and right. I'd never finish top 10 of any race. Right. Right. I mean, there's, there comes a point where it's, it's what you do to train and get right. there. These are just, just that little bit of an edge. But if that little bit of edge gave you a qualifier of the Western States, then somebody can come back and argue that. Yeah, no, it's true. They, you you were doping. You got qualified. You got drawn in the lottery. Yeah. It Like I said, it's like this rabbit hole we can go down. Yeah. You know, people are using those hypoxic tents. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, the altitude I mean, tents. That, right now, that's not clear, you know, classified as doping, but it kind of gives you the same effect. Yeah. Well, and I think, again, if it depends on if they go by water or you right. know whatever category there is i mean that's that makes all the difference in the world because yeah. then you can look okay that's not okay i can take that oh i can do this oh yeah totally you know? and that's th- th- at that point totally legal yeah right it is unless somebody comes out and says oh you can't use tents yeah you know and then it's and like oh that'll be huge because then there's that company they're going to be screwed right yeah is it hypoxia yeah hypoxia makes or, those yeah, tents yeah that you see people using all the time oh yeah, yeah. and not just not just elite people no just schmoes like you and me that might have some extra cash to burn yeah that's not me yeah not, not me either <laughs> right now but you know they're using it as well and that gives them an advantage yeah i'm, I'm with you i'm more interested to see what comes out of this yeah. than anything i mean for me it doesn't affect me one way or another i right. mean the the biggest doping thing i take is ipa yeah, yeah. and that's oh, yeah. not a uh, ipa is not a ped We're even though it's definitely got three initials. Gonna test positive for that <laughs> yeah, right i'll beat test that all day yeah um so yeah i think i think at the end of the day it's it, for me it's just where this goes i've just enjoyed reading the comments because it yeah. cracks me up some people way passionate yeah right? really passionate and some of them just crack me up and there's yeah. you know no rhyme or reason and you know what at the end of the day the race director i think his name's charles yeah it's his race yeah he can and, do what he wants and well played on him because yeah. man he just got a ton of attention yeah he did 
Yeah, yeah. he did. That People are going to be watching that very closely to see what happens. And, you know, like he challenged the other race directors, they're going to be watching it and see what happens to I think so. I think at least some of the big races, they, they better maybe step up their game. Yeah. You know? Well, you get some of those. I mean, there's Transvolcania this weekend. Yeah. You know, you get big heavy hitters at that race. Right. You know, it's not cheap to get there on the Canary nope. Islands. No. And <laughs> most people are there, you know, that are in that elite field because of their sponsors. Yep. Um, High-profile race. Um, you could see this coming into some type of, I don't know, reality or check on that as well. So yeah, right. it, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes because people have talked about this for a few years now. Right. And now someone put their, you know, put their money where their mouth is, as he said, and we'll see how what turns yeah, in out. In five years, it. we'll we'll see consistent testing at some of these races for sure. And what are you going to do? You know, someone tests positive. Yeah, that's, a, that's the big question yeah. right now. What are you do you do? ban them for life? Are they banned from other races that participate in some association like Western states? You yeah. know, they're they're in that. You know, what is that? Ultra World Cup something? Oh yeah, Ultra World well, Series. Ultra or World race Series. Yeah, World Tour. Yeah, IWT something like that. Yeah. is what they do. But yeah, I guess if you get tested positive, maybe you can't be in that one anymore. You yeah, can't be in the North Face Series anymore, where there's cash. Run Rabbit Run. Whoever offers cash, you're probably not going to be able to get in that race anymore. Well, you know what's next then, right? It's the uh, the dope series. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a, some, a race series for people oh, that yeah. doping's legal. That's right. You that would be, I mean? that'd go over pretty well. <laughs> then right away, you're going to know who's doping. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm guilty. Just let me run in that race Just series. all the band people can can do their own race series <laughs> yeah. so they're not just, you know, excommunicated from the entire trail community right. like, you know, people wanted with Lance Armstrong. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. That'll be fun to follow. Um, yeah. But uh, it's been fun to be back. It's been yeah, it fun is. to be back on the air. We're getting tuned in now already for uh, for some guests. Um, yep. As Joel mentioned earlier in the show, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to be on the show, drop us a, an email. Yeah. Um, you know, leave us a comment, whatever you want to do, and we'd love to uh, hear from you. Sure thing. It's been fun to be back. All right. Well, we are going to sign off. This is episode 28. Oh, my gosh. Right? Signing off. Special thanks to our sponsor today, Joel Hatch, bringing us the habanero sculpin. Yep. Because um, I was right on. Um, so, yeah, enjoy the show. And we hope to hear many things. And we can't wait to see the orders coming through for the Boko gear and the T-shirt. So thanks for listening to the show. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners podcast. We just wanted to remind you again that the sweet new Trail Manners Boko gear visors are in stock. We also restocked our Boko Gear hats that were out for some time. We still have shirts, stickers. Go ahead and get on our website. Grab your swag. Wave it proudly. Send us some photos. Let's see where it's at. We also want to encourage you to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners. Or go ahead and swing by our website at trailmanners.com. Hit us up on the contact page. Talk to us. Let us know what you want to see, who you want to hear, or if you want to be on the show. So until next time, this is Eric Manning with Joel Hatch. Reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it.